morning, campers. <laughs> Good morning, campers. Uh, woo, a little something went down the wrong pipe there. Um, Good morning, campers. Welcome back to camp. January 26th, 10.20 in the a.m. Let's see. Oh, point break. Yeah, I love the smell of point break in the morning. Um, yeah, no. We're not going to do Got to Got to keep it coming. Um, let's get a movie. I wasn't going to do this because I have a... Um, ooh, The Nest. This has to be... The Nest... This is either Aliens... When, once we get past this Aetna commercial... Um, <clears throat> sorry. Let's see what the nest is. Uh, it's definitely aliens. It has to be. It's either aliens or some sort of like monster. Uh, the nest movie. Definitely not the one with Jude Law from 2020. Maybe that's a remake. Um, the nest. They only want to show me the one from 2020. That must that that shows how <clears throat> how forgettable the one here on Comet probably is. Um, Okay, fuck it. We're going to watch it. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to do this because I have a canker sore under my tongue. I don't think I've ever had it under my tongue before. Usually I have them on my gums. I get them a lot because for some, for whatever reason, I brush my teeth really, really hard. And the the the, um, the toothbrush will will miss the tooth and, and scrape my gum. And then a canker sore will form, which is like kind of f- fucked up because it's weird that, okay, like when you scrape your knee or like you, <clears throat> you get like a paper cut that it's just a cut like, and it, and it sucks to have it, but then the cut like heals and it, 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 it's, it's always just a cut <laughs> when it's in your mouth because like there's no way to bandage your mouth. Um, <laughs> They turn into these. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what canker sores are. I'm sure you guys have had one before. But like, it's it's that's what's the worst thing about them is that it's just like. I, I guess I wonder if like right. There's got to be a way that like because again, so you scrape your mouth and then it no longer be it is a scrape. It turns into this other thing. It's like this like zombie virus or whatever the fuck. It just like t- it turns into this other thing uh, that's worse than a cut. I'd rather have an open wound in my which is technically what a canker sore is, but I would literally rather have like a gushing blood. <laughs> like oh i'd rather have an open cut like like one that you get like when you get a paper cut than the canker sore like these things the only reason i'm doing it is because now i was worried that i because talking um was like an hour ago when i was just like talking to molly was like really difficult and when i had to get her some pet food some dog food did it this morning talking was like hard because it's on my under my tongue when it's on my gums i can still talk when it's under your tongue it's hard to talk you know you need that tongue to talk so i like an hour ago i was like oh i can't do the pod but now i'm i I can actually talk a little bit better but these things suck i get them a lot because like i said i i'll scrape my gum with my um with my toothbrush or like if you're just stressed about something which um you know (laughs) this past year i've had had a few stresses going on but like usually it's uh because of because of scraping my gum but like i need to chill on that on that i don't know what i'm trying to prove by brushing my teeth that hard like 
like the 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 plaque's gonna come off. <laughs> it's just let, let the, the there's only so much you can. It's kind of like brushing your teeth before you go to the dentist. Like, which, granted, you should do, but like, it's as if you're gonna try to as if you're gonna trick your dentist. <laughs> like, they they are they're always gonna find a, like a shit ton of plaque that you just can't get off. Um, but no, these things, that's what I hate about canker sores is that they, they're one thing and then they turn into another thing kind of, and, um, God, they suck. I mean, they, like they suck. Like I'd rather like, I don't even know what that they, they're real. I'd rather like sprain my ankle. I think I'd rather like sprain my ankle. Eh, that might be a reach. Um, they suck. I mean, they really do suck. I'd, I'd actually rather. Okay, that, no, they're not that bad. There, there's a there's a lot of things that I'd I'd rather have the canker sore than, but like they really do. They're just like a nuisance because it's really anytime you have something going on in your mouth, whether it's like a cavity or a filling or whatnot. It's like it just makes like we 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 eat and we drink and we talk. And did I already do a pod about the nest? This looks familiar. That guy, that actor, as if you guys can see it. Ah. Uh, Hmm. It's a great sweater that guy's got on. I think I've already done the nest. Fuck. Uh, it's, I think I did it like a month and a half ago. It's the guy. It's the guy that looks like Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, ah, fuck. Point break's almost over. Now we'll just do the nest again. Um, yeah, no, they, uh, they suck. And this one under my, ah, oh, they just, they suck. And you, the gargling water, it's like, cause then they're like, oh, gargling salt water will dry it out. It's like, it'll dry it out, but it's your mouth. <laughs> like it's how long is it going to stay dry? Like drying out a wound on your leg, like that can dry up because you're not, you know, it's like maybe don't shower for a day or two. But, um, yeah, I have done a pod about the nest. That's the, it's like, I think they're, they're definitely like aliens or monsters or something. Um, oh, maybe is it the werewolf? Is it werewolf? I can't remember. Oh, that's not good for that woman. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, um, that's, that's the thing corner, uh, camp. Good boy. Uh, it, it, so it's like, Oh, so the salt water will dry it out, but it's like, it, but it, all the saliva that your mouth, and your salivary glands or whatever the fuck they are produce, it's going to make it moist again. It, these things, they just suck. They, they absolutely suck. Like I kind of, maybe I would rather have a sprained ankle bed or maybe like, um, I'd rather have a, cause I've had a sprained ankle and it does really suck. Uh, uh what would I rather have <laughs> than a canker sore? I mean, it's literally only like five or six days of just like discomfort. Um, they suck. And, but I can, as you can hear, I can talk, I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. Um, but yeah, I canker sore almost canceled the pod today, but then I was like, you know what, even if I couldn't talk and it would, I would have to be something like, I mean, it wasn't even that bad. It was just, it just hurt when I talked. Uh, but now it's, um, the pain is still there, but it's not, it's not as bad as it was an hour ago. So there we go. We're back. We're doing it. Um, did I want to do today? Um, God. So yeah, as you saw, um, 
Last night, uh, what a double feature that was of the new Beverly, if you saw on the Instagram page. City Slickers and Tango and Cash, which I hadn't seen Tango and Cash. God damn it. Since, like, I definitely rented that. Not from my neighbors next door. They didn't have that one. That was a... um, that was a so we had blockbuster in my town but then we had video to roll and bandito <laughs> video and then you could you could rent videos at the um the grocery store not like chain grocery stores like the local grocery store but uh i definitely rented tango and cash it's actually really a bad movie uh but but great because the same guy that does the um, Axel F theme, Harold Faltermeyer in Beverly Hills Cop does the theme for Tango and Cash. And I mean, it's amazing what a theme song can do. Like, I mean, I, I, I love the movie, but it's just, it's not great. It's not Beverly Hills Cop. Um, it's actually one of Sylvester Stallone. He, 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 he had a weird, like early nineties. Cause like he's great in Ro- he's great in Rocky he's great in Rambo he's great in that movie Nighthawks, um, but it, it, he had this run in the nineties where like it was like and I'm not I'm not saying the movies aren't aren't good the the movies are good so this is about cockroaches what I thought this was like wow weird damn I, maybe I haven't done the nest I. Th- could have sworn I have, but I don't remember this being about like a cockroach infestation. I thought this was like giant monsters. Right, we'll see what's going to happen. This guy's got a shotgun on, right? This guy in this sweater, he's just trying to, <laughs> it's a crisis. He's just got these, he's dressed like he's going on like sailing. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, fuck, I got to stop doing that. I got to stop commenting. Maybe I shouldn't watch movies while I'm doing this thing because I, I <laughs> these com- I should probably watch like the most boring movie or just like watch the news or something because these comment movies always distract me from what I'm what I was saying. Um that's kind of become a part of this show though, so deal with it. Um I, uh, Stallone, he had this weird run when he wasn't doing Rocky movies, although I guess he did Rocky five, but it was like, stop or my mom will shoot tango and cash. I'm I'm not, I'm not disparaging cliffhanger cliffhanger is great, but like, uh, I'm trying to think what else there was like, like Oscar, that movie Oscar. Like he had a run where it was he was really I think it was his Planet Hollywood days. I think he was he was spending more time at Planet Hollywood than he was um, on his acting chops because it kind of wasn't until um, maybe Rocky Balboa because Rocky Five is kind of shitty. I mean that's the worst Rocky. It kind of wasn't until Rocky Balboa. I mean, the Expendables are fun, but like, what movies was Sylvester Stallone in? In like between nineteen ninety, let's see, I, he had a run there of just like obscurity, and then the and then the um, the Expendables kind of brought him back, but he's not. He's not good in, um, in Tango and Cash. He he just isn't like he's not funny. He's not charming. Uh, it's just it's it's really bad. Um, 
Okay, Rambo 3, he's great, and he's great in every Rambo. Okay, de- th- this is what it was. Okay, it was, and again, I'm not I'm not taking the piss out of Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger is a great movie, but I'm just talking about his acting. So Cliffhanger, Demolition Man, Judge Dredd, um, Tango and Cash. Uh, let's throw the specialist in there. Uh, Oscar. Um, Stop or my mom will shoot. Uh, we can put assassins in there. It was this, it, it, it was the, uh, get Carter. I've never actually seen get Carter, but it was just like daylight. It wasn't like the acting that you want to see him do. Like his greatest acting it was in the seventies and eighties. And then p- everything post, uh, Rocky Balboa, because he, he was great as the, as a younger guy. Um, and then he's been great as an older actor. Like he's great in Creed. He's great. He's good in the expendables. Uh, <laughs> he's f- phenomenal in Tulsa King. Like that, there was that in between where it, I'm telling you, it was, he was like, he, he was, he wasn't skinny, but like his face was skinny and it just like, wasn't, uh, I, 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 he was too sly. <laughs> he was sly. He wasn't Sylvester. <laughs> Maybe that, like, that was the thing. Like, it, it's not that the movies were shit, but like his acting just wasn't, it's almost like he was trying to be charming and he, he's charming in that like dumb Rocky way. That That's the thing. Like he's kind of leaned more into like Rocky Balboa now because on Tulsa King, he's basically Rocky. Like if Rocky became a mob boss, that's kind of what it is a little bit. Um, like in, in Rambo Rocky, I think because he played those characters so many times that he knew how to just like fall into them. I think it's when he plays any character that isn't one of those two. Um, because now, I mean, like now, like, like with that movie bullet to the head, now he's just, it, it, it's almost like a, it's almost like a spoof of himself in a way. Like I think, but it, but it really works. It works really, really well. And I mean, he's so damn good in Creed because like he, he's just, he's Rocky. Like that is, He's just this dumb ass kind of, but and he just leans into that so well. Like when he played, like when, as soon as Tango and cash started, I was like, Oh wait, I forgot about this. Like he, he it, it's almost like he's trying to like, Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That's what they are. They're like these fucking, that's what the nest is. It's like these emaciated is that, Man, I'm so confused on whether I've done a podcast to this movie or not. I, I, the, that the dude that looks like Jerry Bruckheimer, I feel like was from like a month or two ago. Fuck, and then so it's not cockroaches; it's like this demon cat. Wow! But so Stallone, it, it it's like he's he's trying to be too. I ah, I can't put my finger on it. But as soon as Tango and Cash started, and he was there, I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. This was when I was kind of out on Stallone, and and. Again, like it's like he was just trying. It's almost like he was trying to be too like suave. Like there was never anything suave. Oh man. Oh, how can you not fight that thing off? Come on, Bruckheimer. Um, uh, that that's the thing. He was trying to be too like um like like smooth and like like funny. He was trying to be like funny too. See in. 
in Rocky, he's just like naturally funny. Maybe it's because he wrote all of them, but like, so he could tap into like him a little bit more in his voice, but like, he's naturally funny in those movies. He's just being sly. He's just, he's just being sly. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? He's being Stallone. It's like that's Stallone. I think in the nineties he was being, I don't know what I'm talking about now, but like those movies is 90. I don't think his nineties were that good. I think he was making a lot of money, but like aside from cliffhanger, I, I think he, he was trying to be too like, maybe like too actory. Like he was playing all like, that was the thing. He was Rocky and he was Rambo. And like he was Cobra in the eighties, but he was still just like, ugh. like he was that he was, ugh. and <laughs> and he's that now. He he went back to ugh. in the nineties. He was this like, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. That's what it was. Like there was just a different like. It was like he was trying to be smooth and not that he's not a smooth dude, but he was trying to be too smooth. And he had this like, I'm telling again, this like thin face. It, it didn't do it for me. The nine, the night that's why like he kind of had to go back to, uh, he kind of had to go back to Rocky. Um, and like that, that's why the expendables was great. Cause the expendables was like eighties action stars, how can we bring back these eighties action stars? A genius idea. And that, that's where that it's just like, he found the, uh, again. <laughs> he found it again. It, it, yeah. I'm telling you the, uh, where's the, uh. <laughs> and in Tulsa King, he's so, uh, he's just got that back. That, that is, that's what it is. Um, he was trying to be, he was trying to be too smooth, uh, and too like, like fancy uh in the 90s i think and i just remember being like i'm kind of done with this guy and then rocky balboa was which is a great movie i was like there it is then the expendables i was like there it is and then creed i'm like oh there it really is and tulsa king now he's just got it back it's one of the it's kind of like ryan reynolds and vince vaughn um you know you're one thing and then you go try to do something else and it's just like, ugh. and then you got to go back to what you really just fucking do well. And, you know, sometimes that that shtick can, can get old, but like, I don't know if you have a shtick, you kind of got to just like lean into it. Um, and yeah, still, he was just trying uh, again. I'm, I'm, it was, just, it was just too, it was too, <laughs> Uh, it just was. And I, I, I had forgotten about it. I had forgotten cause I just, I revere Sylvester Stallone. I think he's great, but I had forgotten about that, that period in the nineties where like it just like, I feel like Bruce Willis had a better, like Schwarzenegger, I think had a better nineties. Um, cause Schwarzenegger is so fucking consistent. Um, I mean that dude is so consistent. He just, he just stayed at, uh, <laughs> like he never, and Bruce Willis kind of always stayed at, all right. <laughs> like those guys always, they were just more consistent. Stallone was, it's like he was trying to act. I think that's what it is. I think he, he was trying to act, um, versus just being him. And, uh, yeah, I, I had forgotten all about Tango Cash and city slickers, that movie, it, it's a little longer than it has to be, but at the same, like there's a few like scenes that I'm just like, you could probably get rid of that. But at the same time, like they all work 
And like, like that's a real like journey that Billy Crystal goes on that you don't realize it when, when you kind of go, when you see it the first time, like you're watching it as a kid, you're just watching like, Oh, funny Billy Crystal just doing that. <laughs> just being crystal, um, doing, doing the crystal, the dance that he does. Uh, so like when I saw it as a kid, I was just like, Oh yeah, Billy Crystal. Ha ha. Like in a city now he's with the Cowboys and saves the calf and yeah. And then you watch it as an adult, you can, it, it resonates more because, uh, like, like, look, so in that movie he's, he turns 39, but they make it out like he's turning like fucking 60, um, which is crazy to me. Like, I, I, it's so like, I'm older than Billy Crystal is in that movie. And I look better. I look like so much better than he does. I mean, he's talking about like, I got ear hair. Like I can't do a very good Billy Crystal impression. And I'm just like, man, what a, like so weird how like 39 back in the early nineties really was like, like again, like they called turning 40. Like I talked about when I turned 40 on the, on the 40 podcast, like that was over the hill and it's like, that's over the hill. Like I, I feel like 85 is over the hill. Like I feel like 40, like you're on the hill. Like you're not, you're not that close to the summit. <laughs> like you're on that fucking hill. Um, it was like, so just nerve wracking. I mean, movies made it seem so nerve wracking, but that's because like, I guess we have avocados to thank for that or something like avocados and like, and water. Um, and like, uh, I, I don't know, like not bacon and eggs every morning and like not smoking cigarettes and not fast food. Um, I think avocados and water, uh, I think are to, are to, are why, why now guys like, like Bradley Cooper is like, 45 and like not, no point like if Bradley Cooper's in a movie stressing out about turning 39 it'd just be like what <laughs> like it just wouldn't land um but city slickers it's it's a it's a it's not dark but like it it's darker than than I than I'd remembered it's not like it is funny but in the 90s it seemed like such a zany comedy but see this was what was great about kind of zany comedies in the nineties is that they, they actually had it. They were dealing with like, I don't know. Cause like Ace Ventura wasn't, um, but about like studio, com- like that was a studio comedy and like it was dealing with some like pretty heavy shit. Um, and God damn it. It's a good movie. It, it like, it, it's so good. It, it just is. It's like, is it perfect? I don't know that it's perfect. It's just damn good. And like Jack Palance one and Jack Palance, like he's another actor who's just very consistent. Like he's got that. He's the same character in every movie, which it's funny that he won the Academy award for best supporting actor in city slicker, city, city slickers, city slickers, which almost felt like he's great in it, but it kind of felt a little bit like, no, I don't want to compare it to that. Cause I was going to say, it's like giving like Scorsese winning for the departed was fucking stupid. Like the departed is not Martin Scorsese's best movie. Okay. I don't care how much you love it. As you know, I'm not a big departed guy. I'm just not, and I never will be. I just, I didn't like that movie. I'm sorry. It's not his best movie. It shouldn't have been what he won the Oscar for, but whatever. But like, 
I feel like Jack Palance probably had a better, a few better. Like, I feel like he's played that character so many times in, in other Westerns. But then because it was in this kind of Western, like taking like the, the, the John Wayne kind of character and putting it in something like City Slickers, I think having him play off of Billy Crystal, I think that's why, like, it made you see him in just another way. You're like, oh, my God, like, what a performance. Like, I kind of get why he won it. Um, but and see, that's what I miss about the nineties is like a movie like city slickers and my cousin Vinny having Oscar winners. Like that would be like today. If there was an Oscar winner in like, um, like, like if, like if, if Zach Galifianakis was nominated for an, I won an Oscar for the hangover. I mean, like kind of like that's kind of what it would be. Big, oh, this guy's definitely not who he is, and he, she thinks he is, and he's no, he is not. Careful, okay, <laughs> careful. You, he really does. Like, you really think he looks like he, what he looked like an hour ago? This guy looks like a fucking total zombie, and she's like, "Oh, thank God, yeah." Now his great sweater's getting cut up by the nest. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> she goes and hugs him. She's so happy to see him and doesn't realize that he just totally doesn't look human anymore. Um, but that's what it would be like if Zach Alphanakis won an Oscar for The Hangover. That's kind of what it would be like. Like, I, I, I feel like now Oscar movies are just all about, like, the art house A24 shit. Um, which is not, which is, and it's, it's not their fault, but it's just the studios aren't making like, you know, those kind of classic movies anymore. Um, but, uh, but no, like I, I kind of get why Jack Palance won. Like it was a, it, it was cause his movies were always kind of like the same. It, I feel like he was in so many Westerns and then city slickers is just like the, not the anti-Western, but I mean, kind of like, uh, it's Billy crystals in it. Um, so like I think Jack Pendleton stood out more in that because it wasn't just straight him around other cowboys it was him off Billy Crystal but he's another one like he's got he's a very consistent actor like he, I, every movie I've ever seen him in he's the same he's the same thing it's just that like you are shady folk <laughs> and I we're going to go get them <laughs> that's my jack Fallon's impression uh he's this like he was literally the he was literally curly in fucking city slickers he was curly as the bad guy in tango and cash he was curly in batman he was curly in cops and robertson's he was curly in curly's gold i'm duke curly's brother <laughs> it's one thing <laughs> You got to figure that out for yourself, city folk. <laughs> I'm just full of impressions today. But no, like he's the same. He's consistent. He's the same thing. Um, but he's great. He's just, he's Pat. He's so Jack Palance. <laughs> like he, he's just, he's so Palance. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. And I, I don't know if it's like his birthday. Uh, this was his, was this month, but the new Beverly's doing, it's been Jack Palance all week. It's been nothing but Palance. Um, but yes, yeah, city slickers and tango and cash strong double feature. So strong. Um, so yeah, you know what camp and so camp Cody could boy record the week. If you haven't watched city slickers in a while, give it a, give it a watch. It's, it's, it's really good. And, and it's really, it's just very nineties. Um, 
Like it's so nineties and it's, it's crazy. Like crystal, it's just that thing of kind of like that. It's it, it, like the times have just changed. Like, yeah, there's always going to be anxiety about turning 40, you know, more so for, for women than I think men, but like, it's just, it doesn't, that part of the movie doesn't really land anymore. It doesn't really resonate because like it, it, it like I know, like I, I feel like I don't look or feel 40 like at all. I mean, you guys tell me, but like, I don't, I don't think I do. And I, I mean, I, I see a lot of people's, but I mean, especially in Los Angeles, but I mean, everywhere, like, it's just not as daunting of an age as it used to be because it's like there's more <laughs> access to taking care of yourself. There was now than there was when, um, when Billy Crystal was going through it. Um, so that didn't resonate, but like all the other stuff, like it, it still holds up kind of like, um, cause like he's got everything. He's got like a, he's got like great kids. He's got a great family. He, he's got like a good job. It's like he sells advertising. He works at a radio station selling advert or buying ad spelling or selling advertisements. Um, like I feel like working at a radio station is such a fun job. It's not like he's sitting in like a cubicle just doing data entry, working some just like bullshit job. Like he's got a good job, but sometimes when you have a lot, you know, you got to go and find, uh, like she says, go find your smile again. He's just like kind of unfulfilled, but he just needs to realize that it's all right there in front of him. He just can't see it. Um, and he's got to go out and hang out with Palance and <laughs> figure for realize that it's like, you, you got it good. You just need to realize that you got it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a good movie, but the real camp could buy wreck of the week. And this movie was brought to my attention. Who brought this to my attention? Uh, where the fuck did I hear about this movie? It's called sick. Um, uh, Oh, I, yeah. Wow. I can't even remember who, where I found out about it. It's on Peacock. It's called sick. Uh, it's a great movie. Uh, it's like an hour and 28 minutes. So like all killer, no filler, my kind of movie. It's a slasher movie about these two girls in the, it's, 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 it's actually the first, covid movie that i that i've that i've liked and i god damn it like if i could go back and do covid over again i would have started writing this this i would have started writing i would have written sick like i don't know when the guy that wrote it wrote it i'm sure he wrote it during covid but like i would i wish it's a movie that i wish i had written because i barely did any work during covid but that because i just i didn't know what movies were gonna be um, like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I was like, what are movies going to be? Do you have to acknowledge this? Uh, I don't want to acknowledge it. Do you have to like, do you have to write in masks? Like how long are we going to be in this when you just didn't really know when we were in those uncertain times, those fucking canker sore times that we were living in. Um, but, uh, I, 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 these two girls that are the COVID just hit, they're these two college girls and they go to quarantine at this girl's like parents, like lake house, like way far removed, like this beautiful house. And yeah, the pandemic's going on. So that's all about like, they're wiping their groceries down. They're wearing masks everywhere. Like, um, and, but then there's this dude, there's this killer. There's this masked, masked killer out there, uh, stalking them. And like, when you see, when you, there's a, that's, that's the movie. That's, that's what the movie is. But, um, there's a lot of really cringy COVID shit in there as like a reminder, not, not of how 
it's a great, it's, it's cringy because you're just like, God, we were such fucking idiots. <laughs> um, like again, like I was all about just like, you know, playing by the rules and, and taking any precaution cause you just didn't know. But at the same time, when you look back, like there's so many things where you're just like, God, like the masks outside, <laughs> like wearing, like being afraid to see anybody who also hadn't seen anybody. So it's like, you, I haven't seen anybody. You haven't seen anybody. Why are we freaking out? <laughs> like, I don't think we have this thing. I haven't been to, to a big crowd uh, in a while. Like, let's just relax and just, you don't need to wear your mask near me. Um, it, like, it was just, uh, it, that stuff made me cringe, but like, it, it, it didn't like ruin the movie. It was actually like kind of fun. It like, it, it, it added to it a little bit. It, 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 like the movie needed it kind of, but, um, and then what the, all, what the kind of like who the killer is was like, I was like, ah, <laughs> I really liked it. And it was like, it was just like an all killer, no filler right down the middle, fastball horror slasher. And like my fucking bread and butter, like it was just down the middle, clean, simple, wham bam thank you ma'am in and out i was i really liked it a lot um it kind of came out of nowhere and i i i kind of i feel like it i feel like it would have done all right if it had a theatrical release whoa so then like so what's that mean at the end so the bug is on the guy's shoes so they didn't oh they blew up the nest but there's still a bug outside that did that got out of the uh, okay So I guess the nest two, which is definitely going to go right to, um, right to streaming. Um, yeah, sick. I, 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 I'm surprised I didn't get a theatrical release, but it still played nicely at home, uh, late at night. I, I recommend it. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just a fun, it's just a fun slasher. Like it's not, uh, and it, 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 it it's just, it, it's a great, it was actually the best I, cause I like, I watched that show. This is us and they were sometimes with like the masks. I don't know. Like I was like, you know what it was? I, I, that was the first thing I watched that, that after COVID that like was, was having, doing, having like their take on it. And they were like trying to show how, um, how like this is happening and this is the reality. And I was just like, get this out of here. I don't want to watch movies and shows where people are wearing masks, but in this, I actually liked it. And going back to what I was saying, like, I wish I could go back and do COVID again because like that first month I would have been like, fuck, like I, this, this, this would be a fucking great movie because this would be a great movie to write about all that's going on, but like not being so overt about it. Like, it's not really about that. It's this, that just so happens to be what's going on. And it's what it's, it's, it's other things that are going on is why this killer is after these girls. And I was like, ah, damn it. I wish I had written this movie. Um, I really liked it. Sick on Peacock. (laughs) Get in there, check it out. Um, it's a, uh, it's a good one. Um, Oh, you know what I realized? Uh, I, I I realized what I don't like about Yellowstone. So I like Yellowstone. But the thing that I don't like about Yellowstone is like, 
I, the, the one thing that they do get right, there's a great, that show does have a great aesthetic. It's like, like mad men. I feel like as far as shows where people started to dress like the show. So I feel like sex in the city, like girls became upset. Like they wanted the shoes she was wearing or they wanted the dress she was wearing or what, or they wanted to like start drinking cosmos. And like with mad men, I think guys were like all about the skinny ties and like smoking, <laughs> drinking, um, Yellowstone has the it has that they have like the aesthetic like I feel like Buck Mason sales have definitely gone through the roof um cow like Stetson's cowboy boots but but so it, it has the aesthetic and like like Buffalo Trace so like it has that but like I realized what I don't like about that show is it's not very fun it, that show takes itself too seriously. The characters take themselves too seriously. It's too serious. Like you can be serious, but also be fun. Like breaking bad does that probably almost better than the Sopranos does it better than any show ever. But like the Sopranos breaking bad sons of anarchy, uh, even game of Thrones is, is, is like, is like colorful and, and funny. And, and, and a lot of, and a lot of moments, but Yellowstone isn't that it takes itself too seriously. It just does. Um, there's no, like they try to get into it a little bit at the bunkhouse, but like the guy who created it, that guy, that guy, Taylor Sheridan, who I have a ton of respect for. He's one of my favorite writers, but I feel like he runs that show. Like his character in Yellowstone treats that guy, Jimmy, like he he's just like we got to be up at five thirty. We're doing this, no messing around. We got to get these horses down to Texas. Like like no fun. <laughs> We're just gonna listen to Nathaniel Racket and the Night Sweats or whatever the fuck their name is. Uh, the whole drive or whoever whoever they listen to, uh, Chris Stapleton, whoever. Um, no talk. <laughs> we got to get these. Like I I feel like he runs that show. It's very similar. If you watch the show, hopefully you know what I'm talking about. Like his character on that show, just this like really strict, no fun. Uh, that, and that the show's not fun. Like it's good. It's just not fun. The Sopranos was so fun. Like there would be like serious shit going on, but like Tony Soprano, there would just be a scene where he's just driving, listening to Steely Dan dirty work. And it's just like, that's why this show is so great. Like it'll just have like Bobby Bacala with the train set. I mean, like they wouldn't be afraid to have fun with like this, like Christopher thinking that the, <laughs> hit, like the whole thing about like, you don't won't believe it. This guy's an interior decorator. He killed 10 Czechoslovakians, like shit like that. Like same with breaking bad, like Jesse Pinkman's band twat hammer and like the, the clothes that he wears and the little like details. Um, same with like mad men. Like when that guy's foot gets, gets cut off with, by the, by the, um, the tractor, that woman riding the tractor in the office, like same with sons of anarchy. Like when they take in that guy who compulsively masturbates and they, they, <laughs> they give him these like plastic hands, but that's what I'm saying. Like shit like that. Yellowstone doesn't have, it's just, it's too, it's too serious. And I think that's why I'm not like, like, yes, new season of Yellowstone. Like I am because it's something to watch, but I'm, but that's my thing. It's just, it's not a, it's just not a fun show. Like, all the characters are just so like serious. Like, get, like, just give me a scene where Kevin Costner is driving, listening to like 
I, I, I don't even know. Like he, see, that's the thing. He wouldn't even do it. I don't even know what he would, what he would listen to. Like he's listening to like Rick Astley or something, but like it wouldn't work. They would never do that. Um, everyone's just so grumpy on that show. And it's just like, man, you have this beautiful ranch. <laughs> like, why are you? I guess it's like people are coming for your land, but it's just like, just fucking sell the land. I don't know. Like, I, God, it's just, I, it, there's people that are, I mean, like the, the woman on that show, Beth has like a legitimate gripe against her brother, but like, I don't know. It's just such a, um, it's just, it's, it's just such a, that, that show's so, that show is just so moody. It's a moody show. Um, it, but this is, this is the thing. So that guy, so the guy that runs at Taylor Sheridan, he created Tulsa King, but see what he did with Tulsa King is he writes it with that guy, Terrence winter, who was a writer on the Sopranos who wrote the Wolf of wall street. That's why Tulsa King is more like has a little bit more, um, has a little bit more like sparkle and is, is more fun. like that's his style of writing. It's a little bit more, it's great. He's a great writer, but there's a more like irreverence, a little bit more fun and color with his writing. And that's why Tulsa King has that. Like, it's just more fun than Yellowstone. Like I'll take Tulsa King over Yellowstone any day. I really will. That's what has me not wanting to watch, um, mayor of Kingstown. It's like, like again, like Terrell, Taylor Sheridan is great. He's a great writer, one of my favorite writers. But like sometimes it just gets a little too like you can be serious, but like have just throw some like throw. It's, you don't even need to throw comedy in there. Just throw some color in there. Um, and I think a little color goes a long way. Uh, again, like I said, like like Tony Soprano, just he's dry. He's listening to Dirty Work by Steely Dan. Like that scene is so great. Um, or like he's listening to smoke on the water and then like his, this, uh, his, uh, radio starts skipping and he fucking starts bashing it as an accident. But like, it's things like that, that just, uh, that stuff just goes a long way for me. I, that that's writing that I, that I really like, like, yeah, you can be serious, but like, don't be afraid to throw some like humor in there, some color in there when you can. And Yellowstone just does that. Maybe I just don't watch it closely enough, but I don't feel like it does it as much as it should. Like, and when they do do it, it's just like Beth with one of her sassy little like takedowns of somebody. And I don't, I, that's, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I like Yellowstone a lot. I don't, I just don't love it, but I was driving and I was thinking about that. Cause I was like, what is it about the show that just has me not like wanting to see some of the new season? And, and that's what it is. It's just, it's like a drag to watch it kind of, um, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I wanted you to, uh, I just wanted you guys to know that. Um, so yeah, so let's get into some shout outs. What do you say? Let's do this little couple of shout outs. And here we go. One time. Here we get it. Goo goo. Let's see what we got here. One time. Yes. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. Ooh, Hansel and Gretel. Oh, this would be good. I've heard of this movie. Um, all right, guys, here we go. Let's get in some shout outs. Let's see what we got here. Um, hey, shout out Fusk. Shout out, big shout out. Um, hey, shout out. Uh, hey, shout out the real Tyler Wright. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Lexi the Wrist. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out. Uh, let's go back to this post. Let's see. Uh, 
Hey, shout out Kelly A. Warren. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out Misty Magnus. Long time no 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 talk. Um, last one. Uh, hey, shout out Gabe Talk Tok Tokterman. <laughs> shout out guys, Texas for the page. Thanks for listening. If you are listening, and yeah, let's let this ride. There we go. Okay, yeah. Uh, goat soap guys let's get into some goat soap g-o-a-t-s-o-a-p dot com camp two zero at checkout for 20 percent off this is the best shit guys you got to get on it um it is my favorite soap of all time it's the greatest soap of all time it is natural goat milk safe ingredients small batch handcrafted made in the usa cruelty free it's it's so good like it, it it's just it's so good the scents include uh the scents include uh you are going to want to get lemongrass patchouli floral unscented lavender peppermint tea tree get in there try it it is it is damn good soap you are going to feel clean you are going to be smooth you don't even have to use any moisturizer anymore you don't have to go get all those crazy facials we all you all get this this stuff just cleans and moisturizes the entire body head to toe you're gonna love it you got to get in there goatsoap.com g-o-a-t-s-o-a-p.com camp two zero at checkout you're gonna love it i love it you should use it try it out it's a new year new you new body new skin new soap uh give give the goat give the goats a try um get in there you're gonna love it uh you know what i gotta get to work and i'm gonna do that uh i don't think i had anything that was like pressing really um i'll get into some of this stuff next week uh yeah actor and feels voices what the fuck oh oh yeah oh man god autocorrect is so weird uh, i'll get into actor and feels that little teaser for next week actor and feels voices that's funny uh, all right so come next time on camp good boy actors and feels voices um all right that's it guys i am going to get to work here have a good weekend uh enjoy whatever plan you have this weekend enjoy that football gonna get the super bowl set this weekend and uh i'll get into some super bowl talk maybe next week um because i think super bowl parties i think the super bowl is cringy as fuck i'm sorry like i love it i love football the super bowl is my least favorite game of the year um i've just i, I wish that like it would just end this weekend <laughs> um i just i don't i don't like it and we can t- i'll get into that uh next week um all right guys talk to you then and stay safe out there and uh have a good weekend later